Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Stiletto Talks podcast. Today is an amazing episode. Of course, we are still in the time of the pandemic, um, and we are all looking for any type of positive diversion because we've been dealing with the pandemic now almost 100 days. It is hard to believe that we have really been in conversation about the pandemic that long. And today on the Stiletto Talks podcast, I am super excited. So I don't think I've said it on any of the other episodes, um, but I am part of this amazing book project called uh, Trailblazers Who Lead. Um, And today I have some of my sisters on the call as well as the uh, brain behind all of this today, uh, Kern Cherry. So I am super excited today for you all to get to know everybody that is a part. And I just implore you to really just tune in, settle in, um, and listen to what we have to say and listen to the amazing level of authenticity from all across the country as we all came together for this amazing project. Um, So first and foremost, I want to introduce someone. Uh, I started following Kern maybe about two years ago. I was transitioning from Louisiana to Arizona and um, up top this conference current Terry. And I was like, oh, this sounds like such an amazing conference. Well, I ended up having to have surgery, so I could not go to the conference, but I never stopped following her. Such an amazing ray of light. And she brings together um, some women from all over the country to share their truths, to share their narratives, and to promote their businesses. And to me, she has been consistent throughout the years in terms of promoting uh, positive female entrepreneurship and just female bosses in general. And so she is a speaker, she is a leader, she's a business owner, um, and she has this amazing anthology project coming out. And um, she contacted me one day and said, hey, Paula, I didn't know you had a podcast. And I was like, who, me? Yeah, I have a podcast. And she's like, okay, can I get on? And I was like, wow. And so I just want to share with you all the power of just manifesting a dream. Uh, Kern probably is not aware of this until right now, but she was a part of my vision board. And so to have her on the call um, and just a part of the show today is just a sign of just vision board. I can mark that on my board. So without further ado, I would like to introduce uh, the amazing lead behind Trailblazers Who Lead, Kern Crockett Cherry. Hi, Kern. Hey, Paula. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me and other trailblazers who who will be joining us today. I'm I'm very thankful uh, that you considered us uh, to be a part of this. Uh, most you just never know what people are gonna say. I'm I never take anything for granted. So I am just thankful and blessed at the opportunity to be here to share with your audience what our trailblazers are doing around the nation. Awesome. We so appreciate you for being here. And we have two of my other sisters that are on the uh, call today as well. So we have Heather Eason and Tess Kim, um, fellow contributors to Trailblazers who lead. If you all can just take a moment to briefly introduce yourself. Heather? Hey, I'm Heather Eason, and I'm from um, Ocean Springs, Mississippi. I am the founder of Comeback Coolers. Right, and Tess? 
Yes, hello, everyone. My name is Tess Timms. I am originally from Gulfport, Mississippi, but I live, I reside in Houston, Texas now for the last 18 years. I am the founder of Tess Timms Institute. Awesome, awesome. So as you see, we have people from Mississippi, from Texas. I'm here in Arizona. We're from all over, and we came together um, part of Current's project. She put this out last year, and um, I just want you to talk about Current. What is the method behind the madness of a coming together to do a project with women from all over the country? Well, I can tell you, uh, Paula. You know, as uh, I've been doing a uh, a lot of things recently in recent years to really try to draw people in on different things that bring women together from around the nation, such as you mentioned before, Success Women's Conference. And so when I'm at those conferences, and last year we had over 25 plus states represented at that conference, I realized that there are a lot of women around the nation, around the world for that matter, doing amazing things. But guess what? A lot of people don't know that. You know, people that your your friends, your close friends and things like that, they may know what you're doing, but I feel like the world should know what these ladies are doing. And you actually have two of them amazing trailblazers that both of them are doing things. I often speak of Heather's and Tess projects that they're doing because they're doing things that are really already affecting people around the world. So I just thought it's an opportunity to share stories. And there are 29 led by uh, Gloria Mayfield Banks that everybody, uh, many people know Gloria, who is a true trailblazer, number one in the world for Mary Kay sales. I mean, yes. number one. And so she is like amazing. Then you have Cheryl Wood. Oh my goodness. I, all I can say is another amazing trailblazer who's really driving women to get out of their comfort zone and do something different. And then you have Teresa Raw Brown, who kind of moves in silence, but she's been doing amazing things for many years now, probably over 20 plus. So to be able to get these women to come on board with my other unsung trailblazers who've been doing amazing things, but nobody, but, you know, some people know, but not everybody knows. So my goal mm -hmm. is to create that form and help them launch that information out there. So that, you know, really, truly, my idea was just to help people create a platform to share their, share their story, share their testimony. And I think it's so important that what you said is that you wanted to bring the kind of the unsung and maybe not necessarily the most visible and bring them, merge them with those that are truly visible and that most people may already be aware of and bring them together. Um, and it's just really just an honor to be connected to on both sides of the spectrum, um, knowing all of these amazing women combined together to share their stories and their testimonies. And I think that it's just really amazing that you have a project. Often you'll see where it's one end of the spectrum or the other, where you have, it's just either a bunch of people that may not be uh, the most known, but they just decided to collaborate together and do a project, or it is a bunch of all well-known um, and they get together and do a project, but it's rare that you see that there's a mix of the two. And so I certainly feel like um, I might be just a little biased because I'm in the book, uh, 
but I think that is just a, a great uh, opportunity to be able to marry both worlds and get people to see that we're all women and we're all making uh, contributions, positive contributions around the country. So it's really awesome that you're doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. And and I'm, I'm glad to create that opportunity. It was something that God dropped in my spirit last year. Of course, I was kind of pushed and shoved by my project manager to go ahead and get it going because uh, you never <laughs> know if people can buy into your vision. You know, it's one thing to have the vision and you can see it clearly, but you got to have people that are willing to pour into it as well. They can receive and see the opportunity to share their story. It's not always easy to tell some of the things some of these ladies are sharing from where they come from, their wounds and how they got through that, you know, and then now they're doing things that, you know, are helping other people. I mean, it's just, when I hear some of these ladies' stories, I'm like, wow, you're still standing, you're going strong, and now you're bringing other people an opportunity. So I just look forward to it. I always, I hear people say all the time, your story is not for you. Your story is not for you. It's for somebody else. Somebody needs to hear what you're doing. Somebody needs to see what you're doing. So your what you've been blessed with is to share this with other people so they can know, okay, that might have been an idea that I thought was kind of kooky, and now it's successful. Somebody else needs to hear, okay, sometimes kooky is the right way to go. You know, right. you know what I mean? Because as visionary people, we step out and do stuff that other people may not see as easy to do. You know, it may be something that's a challenge for us to do, you know. And so sometimes people see, they look at you and like, why are you doing that? How is that helping you? How is that bringing, you know, money to your pocket, so to speak? So as if it's good to know that there are people, and there are many of us that that exist, that are doing things that initially it doesn't look like it's going to benefit us, but it always benefits you. So, I, I, like I said, I'm just thankful for the opportunity to bring this forward and allow these ladies to really share their story. And and again, we're just so thankful for that. And I want to find out, get some, get into the mind of of our other two contributors that are on the call today. So Heather, um, I want to find out from you, why did you decide to be a part of the Trailblazers Who Lead project? Well, I think after listening to Kern, it's pretty easy to figure out. Um, <laughs> you know, she's just she. Uh, I, I I saw that she was doing this project and was thinking how fantastic it would be to be involved with, you know, 29 other ladies. And, but to be honest with you, you know, there's, there's a lot of, like, like you said, a lot of women doing some really great things. And I know of some of these women that are in this. And to be honest with you, you know, I wasn't really sure whether I was, um, you know, going to be able to kind of step up to the plate or whether I would be considered. And, and I talked to Kern and she was just very encouraging and, um, you know, I, I think that that any time that we can kind of get together as women and, you know, kind of lift each other's crowns, um, I, I just think that there's a lot to be said for that. I really like what you said, Paula, about kind of marrying, you know, both worlds of, 
of people who are known and, and who, who may not be so well known, but that, that are doing wonderful things because I have just learned about so many wonderful women through this project. And it has just opened up my eyes to so many possibilities and so many things. Right. I certainly agree with you, Heather, because like now I follow Tess. And so I'll go back and watch Tess, for example. And Tess has uh, almost a positive affirmation almost every day. And what I love about all of the women is just consistency on their pages. Consist they're, they're consistent, whether they have two people or they got 20 people today. The message is consistent. The concern is consistent. The call to action is consistent. And especially, like I said, of course, 2020 has come in with its own plans. Um, no matter we all had our own plans, but it certainly came in with its own plans. Um, I think that it's so good to see just some consistency, you know, and and you see optimism in all of the women who have decided to carry their narrative forward. And so I can certainly agree with you that being a part of this project has connected me to so many other women that you may have never heard of before. But when you see their platform, you're like, yes. Yes. And so now you have this new group of women in sisterhood that you can cheer on. So I certainly agree. So Tess, got a question for you. (laughs) How do you feel like the book itself will impact others? Because I I watch you a lot and I know that I hear you talk a lot about uh, impact and positivity. So how do you feel like this book will impact others? Well, this book will impact so many people because we have so many different variations of stories throughout the book. Each one of the authors get a chance to share their experiences that will help so many people in so many areas. So I think that this is just, um, you know, it's exciting to know that we have all these different types of people on this part of the book. And a lot of people are going through things and mm-hmm. everybody has a story. And so if, if only one person gains something from this book, that's, that's going to be amazing. I certainly agree. I I think that we all just have, I think what we're going to find too is how similar we all are. You know, no matter where you, what you look like, where you come from, your age, your social economic background, you're going to find a lot of similarities too. Just a perseverance, if nothing else, uh, being able to persevere and and carry out uh, what you feel like you're called to do. Um, And even just bringing this project, you know, actually some, Turning in your submission uh, is a big deal. Uh, So I certainly agree with you. Um, Now, um, I have a question for everyone. So um, I'm going to uh, ask uh, Tess, and then I'm going to go back to Heather and then to Kern. Um, How has contributing to this project changed you? (laughs) Well, you know, I've always been a leader. In being around so many uh, dynamic women, it really, really made me just really step up. It made me really uh, shoot for more better goals and to be more visible. Because before this, I was going like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. But this, being a part of this project, it make you really get it. It make you really like, hey, you owe this to the world to give yourself in the share. So I just said, okay, let me do Facebook Live. Let me let me do something that can give back to so many different people all over the world. And that's why I do it five days a week 
consistently about inspiration and motivational thing. And the book project has really uh, made me step up. And that this is this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. So it's made a difference. Awesome. Awesome. So Heather, same question. How did you feel like uh, contributing to the project has changed you? Well, I, I mean, uh, you know, I think that it makes you, re- I think for me, it's made me recognize a lot of things in, um, you know, like, like you said, that we have, we have so many great people around us doing wonderful things. But also, I think for me, it, it has awoken something inside of me as well to um, kind of make me recognize the things that um, that I need to be doing, the things that I need to be sharing, um, that I need to let people know that, you know, any anything that we do that seems like it, it's little can have this huge impact. And And when we talk about that, I mean, basically what, you know, what I did was contributed 1500 words to, you know, to a chapter in this book, but collectively with 30 women together, that's going to be a huge, huge, huge impact. And Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, I just constantly over and over and reminded, especially through this, that anything that we do um, to be helpful or to kind of let our story be known or whatever can make a really, really big impact on the world. I certainly agree. I think for me uh, as a contributor, I think I, I, I was able to purge. Um, I was actually in D.C. when I wrote mine, and I was coming up to the last week uh, that the submission was due. I actually turned mine in the Sunday before it was actually due. Um, and I was so inspired by the weekend that I spent with a group of women that I was able to pin the entire thing that one in about two and a half hours because I was just still mm. so full from the experience. And I finally felt like I could go to that place in, in my heart because I didn't realize how broken I really was. I think I realized that night that I was functionally dysfunctional. Um, and I think for me, writing the project, since I have done that, it has broken uh, a stronghold off of me that I didn't realize that I had. I was in a mental place that I didn't even was, I wasn't aware that I was there. Um, and I can truly say that I've saw my growth um, in the project. And then I, again, I just didn't realize how hurt I was and probably indirectly hurting other people too, just because you don't share yourself or you don't share all of your truth. And then you're holding things back that you should be sharing with the world. So uh, I've learned that little things don't mean mean a lot. They mean everything. And so I think that I've grown so much just from those 1500 words. And as you say to Heather, doesn't, um, you know, you think like, oh, my, is this is my 1500 words, but the amount of impact that it can have on someone, um, you can't put a price on that at all. So Kern, it's, it's, <laughs> we want to know so you. How do you feel like this project has changed you? You got twenty nine women. <laughs> yeah, well, I tell you, and and I, I I hope each one of these ladies share a tidbit of what their story's about because I, I learned first of all, I, I got to learn a lot about. Some of the people I knew, but I didn't really know that they were doing the things that they're doing. Um, uh, so that for me in itself, you know, was um, just uh, amazing listening to some of their stories before they came on board. And then uh, watching some of them as I've done a few virtual event, events recently, the one on domestic violence, the one uh, uh, recently on uh, mental health and wellness, 
I've, I've gotten to see a lot. And even, even while watching them, I've seen them grow as well during this process. But for me, as a person who I can honestly say, and people, people that are real close to me know, I often say I am not big on spending time writing this stuff, writing and all this other stuff. And, and I was kind of really uh, nervous on the belief that people would actually come on board. So it really stretched me to push myself. I think people think, oh, she's doing this stuff all the time. No, I have the same challenge that everybody else has. The, the, the nerves and everything gets in the way. It kind of holds you at bay, keeps you from doing things quicker than you should. Um, it made me realize that I, I, I need to probably do more of these type of projects to help create the platform for people versus, you know, sometimes we get caught up in our mundane things that we do all the time and we forget that we're a vessel that can create opportunities for others too. So I look at this project as stretching me to do more, uh, to really kind of, you know, swing the door open wide uh, and really get me to focus on uh, building something not just events, because you know that's what I do all the time. But uh, not just events, but building uh -huh. something different. And writing for me is different. You know, I can write when I need to, but only when I need to. You know, I can, you know, pull people together when I need to, but only when I need to. This actually forced me to do something different, which is I need to actually ask people. I need to actually encourage people, you know, which I do as well, but it's a little different when you're doing uh, a book project. A book project is, I mean, you're asking people to give some personal time to put their story together in order so it makes sense to share it with the world. So it was a, it was a stretch for me too, because I also have to share, you know, about me as well. So. But I've enjoyed it. I'm going to be honest, Paula. It kind of really woke up something in me. <laughs> good, good. And I'm glad that you, um, we're going to come back to Vessel because I like what you talked about. But I want to get into, you said that we could share some of the tidbits about the project. So, you know, I'm off and running with that. So, Tess, tell yes. us a little bit about what your, what we can expect from your chapter. Well, my chapter, uh, the name of my chapter first is Me, Myself, and I. And it's all about learning to become the author of your own novel. Whether it's, you know, come hell or high water. You want to make sure that you are the, the, uh, the author of your own novel. Uh, regardless of, you know, where you came from in your past, no matter what people think about you, no matter about how many times you fail and you get back up, no matter about, you know, what the naysayers say about you, you become your own affair of yourself. And that's why my chapter is called Me, Myself, and I. Awesome. So, Heather, what can we expect from you? Well, um, my, my chapter is, is called It All Started With a Beer which is kind of funny, but it's the truth of it. Um, mine is, is about <laughs> ultimately about how a, you know, how one small action has turned into a, um, into a 
a pay it forward movement um, and has kind of we're um, started a nonprofit organization called Comeback mm-hmm. Coolers that um, has been you know fueled by a lot of people and and the grace of God and um, because of uh, of a disaster because of a Hurricane Katrina that I had experienced and um, an incident that happened after that. And it has just really turned into something that has been really, really big. I mean, we've, we've, um, we now have three chapters. We've got one in, um, the, in the Carolinas, one in Mississippi, and then one over in Texas. And, you know, so we can kind of spread our wings even farther, but mine's basically all about how the little things that we can do can really, um, spread like wildfire as long as you've got, good people and and God on your side. That is awesome. That is so awesome. Um, I I know that I'm in the right project, uh, period. Um, For me, mine is called uh, How Interdependence Created Second to None. And so a lot of people say, who's second to none? That's a bold name. That's a bold name. But people don't realize how it started. But without the interdependence of, I still needed people. I still, and I think sometimes we get so big sometimes that we forget. You need people. Without people, it's very difficult to live in this world. And so I, I really talk about the process that I've gone through just to be able to trust people and to meet people and what, and what it has brought me, trusting and being in the right tribe of people. And it's just really positive to be around uh, in the presence of positive people and actually purging any old thoughts that you may have had or any negative experiences that you've had in the past and really dealing uh, with people in a positive light to create uh now, I can truly say that I have things that have created not only an impact in my old hometown of Ben Rouge, but now here in Arizona. And then, of course, just everything in between what I'm doing now without people, nobody would know who I am. So it definitely wouldn't be in this project. So it's just really important to me that I pay homage to where I came from and where I am right now. Um, and so, again, I'm just so honored to be even a part of something like this with women who have so much transparency uh, to share because that's not often something that we always get to do. And I know Kern brought up something about being a vessel. Um, now, Heather, I'm going to come back to you and then I'll go back to Tess and finish up with Kern. Um, how do you feel like y- you being a vessel has helped other people? How have you paved the way for others by being the vessel? Who's that question for? Uh, for you, Heather. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm gonna <go> <laughs> I was sorry. Um, well, how have I paved the way for others? I, hmm, you know that's such a that's such a bold statement that to to even consider yourself as being a vessel for for others. But um, I, I would just say that I think it's. I think because of the, 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 with this comeback coolers project that we have, that what I have been able to do is we've been able to find a space for um, anybody that wants to be part of it. And when I say anybody, I really mean anybody. I mean, I'm talking about little kids, you know, all the way up to, you know, senior citizens or anybody that wants to um, be part of it. And I think that there's something intrinsic in that like like you had said earlier how people how we need each other and whenever we all are made to feel like we're important and that our contributions are important I think that we can take that with us and carry it 
you know, to the next thing that we do. So if we, you know, if we're like this project that we're all in, you know, we're all feeling, you know, this is, we feel like that we have a, an important part in it and we're going to be able to take that. And the next time that a project like this comes up, we're going to encourage our friends or the people that we know, we're going to say, you should definitely get on board and push yourself to do this. You know, so I think that we can be a vessel in that way where we can, you know, kind of take our, what we've experienced and help other people as well, which is what I think exactly is exactly what Kern has done. Awesome. 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 I mean, that is just, that's amazing. So same question for you, Tess, how do you feel like you being a vessel, how have you made an impact with others? Because really that's what we all are, right? You're leading the way you are. There's something on the inside of you because you are a living vessel that's coming out and, and that you are lighting the way for others. So how do you feel like you being a vessel um, has made an impact on others? <laughs> well, um, well, I had to really get clear on what my, my um, purpose was. And um, once I identified what that was, and that's for me to serve others, um, I do it with ease and grace. So me pouring into other people gives me a high. When I can inspire some, another person and motivate them, that does something to me. And that's why it's so easy for me to do this project. And it's so easy for me to get on Facebook Live and share different topics every night, uh, at least five days a week. And that's because I know if I can help somebody out there, it'll make a difference in somebody else. If I can, if I can help one person, then that person can help another person. So that's what, that's what moves me. And that's how I mean. Being um, who I am makes a difference to other people. Awesome, awesome. Now, Kern, I know you're the vessel in it all, but I know that you know you 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 deal with a lot of different personalities. You move in a lot of different circles, and seeing you obviously is inspiring others by the fact you have so many people in the project. So, how do you feel like you being a vessel to all that that you do and all that you're in? How do you feel like it makes and what way do you feel like it impacts others? So being a natural giver, you know, I'm going to go behind uh, what Tess said earlier. So I'm a, I'm a person who really likes to give. The other thing I like to do is connect and collaborate. And so one of the th missions I had after success last year, I decided I was going to make sure I do more collaboration with other people. That being said, this book project is a perfect formation of collaboration. And so mm -hmm. what I knew that I could do differently from other book projects, because I've been a part of two, two other uh, book collaborations, I knew I could bring my own flavor in touch and try to bring more for women so that when they left, they fell full, that I delivered, you know, introduced them to new people, um, brought, you know, opened their eyes to new opportunities, you know, so that they can stretch themselves even more and at the same time increase their visibility. And I, I think I've been doing okay with that with the women um with some of the opportunities we have and stretching and pushing up, encouraging people 
to jump on these podcasts and and share with other people uh, who you are and what you're doing uh, so that hopefully more opportunities will um, come open for them. But I know that I've already, with some of the projects that I'm doing and currently doing and creating, already have opportunities. So as a person that has that, I wanted to bring other people along with me, and the book project allows me to do that. It allows me to share. It allows me to show people there's other things besides what's in our backyard. Because a lot of us are comfortable in our backyard. But uh-huh. the, digital, the digital platform, which we're all being forced to get used to, and let's just face it, we're in a time where if you don't have a digital presence, if the only thing people are seeing a picture of your kids, and all that stuff, then you truly don't have your digital platform and you haven't created your digital personal brand because you, no matter who you work for or what you do, you actually have a personal brand and you need to make sure that people are clear on what that is. So I'm, you know, so like I said, my point is creating an opportunity for people to uh, understand that there's a need for you to get yourself out there. Be visible, you know, promote yourself. You know, use this book as a, uh, as somebody said, a book, it can be, not, it's, it's like a business card, right? It speaks long when you're gone. It shares a piece of who you are. Because remember, a chapter is only a piece of your story. So I, I really want um, the people that are part of it to really get that from this uh, collaboration. And I certainly could not agree with you more. And I think just with everyone, and I think everyone has kind of said the same thing that that so the the thing is is that, and I hope that people that listen to this podcast that you understand that all of us don't know each other. We are brought together by the commonality of we all like to collaborate, we all like to serve, and we all just like to do, you know. And we're we're givers. Um, and if you just walk in your alignment, you know, identifying. Tess brought up a really good point. Identifying uh, what your purpose is and what your gifts are. Um, you'll find yourself being attracted and connected to people, almost divinely connected with people, really without you even trying. I mean, we all just decided to reach out to Kern and 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 see what we could do to be a part of this project. And here we are connected in this kinship that will, will ultimately last forever. We're a part of a, a time and season forever. So together, so that's just really important. And this book, I think, is going to be a good... Um, definitely a needed release for a lot of us. Um, like you said, really putting our digital footprint out there, putting um, our personal brands out there as well, and making sure people know just a little piece, if you will, of who we are and what we contribute to society um, as we all work so hard to do each and every day. Now, Kern, this is a this is an amazing project uh, with 29 amazing women. And so people are going to want to know when is the release date? When can they get their hands on this project? You got the hot book project. So when can we expect <laughs> this book release? <laughs> okay, so now you're going to get my project manager to slap my hand if I actually give an actual date. So I'm not going to say an actual date, but I am going to say 
the end of June. And and the, the part of the reason why, you know, we started this project to bring it out earlier, but then we got COVID, right? And so right. the our women, our our people that are part of this project will be featured at the Power Up Summit, which is actually in July, July the 24th through the 26th. And so that has had some some movement and changing as well because of uh, the times that we're in. And so uh, we've had to change it. We were in New Orleans and all that other stuff. So now we're definitely on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, an hour away from New Orleans. Uh, we're definitely open. We're definitely going to have uh, some of our artists. I know everybody won't be able to come with all the changes, but some of our artists will be here in person to do the book signing and to enjoy and celebrate this wonderful opportunity. So that kind of drives the release of our, our book because we want to make sure that we're amping it up, but we're, we're right on time with the book signing itself. So that being said, look forward at the end of June. We'll start to see some um, a little more publicity start to come out. Now we got the book cover. I haven't released it yet, but you will see it soon. Uh, so anyway, I'm just thrilled that we are able to announce that it is coming out at the end of June. There will be a book signing at the Power Up Summit. And if you don't know the Power Up Summit, powerupsummit.com is uh, where you can go if you want to get your ticket and be a part and join these ladies in the celebration. Uh, definitely go to the powerupsummit.com because we'll have them and some of them will be sharing at the conference as well. So anyway, that's pretty much where I'm at with the uh, with the release date, uh, looking forward to all the ladies I haven't seen, even the ones locally in so long. So I'm looking for us to all be able to at least celebrate with some social distancing in person uh, for the first time in a while. Yay. So, of course, she did not give an exact date, but we can expect in the summer. So um, that's going to be really awesome. So book clubs, get ready. Um, definitely want to invite you out to the Power Up Summit because it sounds like we will be able to get the book, get to meet some of the authors there as well. And then um, so for those who may not be able to travel and then like once the book is actually released, how can people go about purchasing the book? So right now, if they want to just contact, uh, they can feel free to contact me as well or any of the individual authors. Uh, I always tell people either go to my, they can go to my personal page. All the, all the conferences and stuff I have do have my email, Kern at prnhomecareservices.com, Kern at prnhomecareservices.com. You can find me on most uh, social media site. My favorite being LinkedIn because I believe everybody should be there. Current Cherry, Facebook, Current Crockett Cherry, Twitter, Current Cherry, PRE and Home Care is also uh, something you can type in as well. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, uh, Pinterest. So it's, it, you, you can't miss me. I'm out there. And so I, we will be creating and launch it our page along with the book as well. So at some point you'll be able to go there 
and pre-buy your book as well. So look for that coming real soon. We'll be announcing that, and all the authors will be announcing it as well. And we have, in July, we're going to celebrate our Woman of the Day. So look for that. All our all the authors that want to be featured are going to be featured during the Woman of the Day as well. Awesome. So now, before we come to course, Karen has talked about where we can find her. So we want to find out, um, Tess, where can we find you? And then, Heather, where can we find you? Um, if you all have any websites or Twitter handles or any other social media handles, we want to be able to um, follow you and, and locate you in so that we can follow along with your projects and the other endeavors that you have. Uh, yes, for me, I'm Tess. Uh, you can find me at, on my um, public figure page on Facebook, Tess Tim's um, page, or Tess Tim public figure page. You can send me a message there, or you can reach me um, at Tess at Tess T38 at gmail.com. Tess at Tess T38 at gmail.com. Okay, Heather. Okay, and <laughs> um, you can find me on you can find me on uh, Facebook on um, what Heather Abigail Eason or on our uh, Comeback Coolers page, and we also have a site www.comebackcoolers.com um, and um, comebackcoolers at gmail.com, as well as um, I'm also on Instagram and LinkedIn Heather Abigail Eason. Awesome, awesome. Um, and we want to close um, with each person giving one piece of advice. So maybe there's someone who knows that they have something that they need to do, but even during this time of reflection and now as um, Earth starts to open back up, because slowly we're starting to phase back into life and phase back into a level of normalcy, that they're still a little hesitant. What piece of advice would you give someone that wants to get active in the game? Um, and so, Kern, um, we're, we're going to close with you, but I want to start with Tess and Heather and then follow up with you, Kern. Okay. Um, you said, what was the question again? I'm sorry. What would you say to someone that's looking to just get themselves active? Maybe they're scared to try something. They know that's what's for them. They know that's what they should be doing, but they're just scared, just fear. How would you uh, call them to action? I would say do it afraid. Do it afraid and get an accountability partner. Somebody that can can, uh, hold you accountable for being a person that you say you want to be. But first is making the decision that you want to make a change and do it afraid. Just do it. Awesome. Awesome. Just do it. So decision is everything. Um, I completely agree with Tess. I completely agree with Tess. And I would um, and I would also say to let your naysayers be your motivators. Yes, because you're always going to have there's always going to be naysayers. And a lot of times I think that we're fearful that we think that somebody might know more than us or that they are better versed than us or whatever it is. And we often back down because we let one thing that somebody says stop us from reaching our full potential. I would say let your naysayers be your motivators. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, you're going to hit my favorite topic. Okay, so this is truly, my belief is this. You have to create. When you, when you as a person knock on the door and that opportunity does not open, try the next one. If not there, go around back. I always say kick the door down if it don't open on its own. And if that's not the case, case create your own. Stop waiting for somebody to give you the opportunity. You know, sometimes you have to create the opportunity. And many people are waiting. They're waiting, they're waiting, they're waiting. There are too many gifts that we have been given by God. And a lot of times we sit on those talents waiting for some perfect opportunity to roll by. There is no perfect opportunity. The time is now. This COVID time that we were given and are still in, and seems like we will be in a while, is an opportunity to create. It's an opportunity to bring your gift forward. If you've been thinking about a business, do it. If you've been Thinking about collaborating or joining with somebody else, seek it out and do it because you can't continue to sit on gifts that God has given to you. You know, if you look in the Bible as a story about a master who has talents, he gave talents, they call them talents, but they were coins, he gave to three different men. One ten, one five, one two. The one with ten doubled his. The one with five, uh, slightly he invested half, and the one with two buried it in the ground. Well, when the master came back, he was like, "Thank you for doubling that. Okay, you didn't do too bad." The one with five and the one with two. What were you thinking? Okay, oh, you're not gonna do nothing with it. I'm going to take it and give it to this person who understands that I need you to use your gift. Use your gift. Walk in faith, not in fear. Fear will always be there. All of us deal with fear. All of us are dealing with fear now. But it's the people that walk in faith that are going to be blessed. So walk in your blessing. Walk in faith. Success has to be taken. It will not be given. Success has to be taken. I could not agree with uh, this group any more than I do right now. So if you follow the Stiletto Talks podcast, you all know we talk a lot about faith walking. We talk a lot with women who have made a decision to just get out there and do what they know they need to do or what their God-given talents are. And we have not had a person yet that says someone gave them an opportunity. Um, everyone has stated they've just had to go out there and do it. So just want you to hear that you have four people total on this call today, and everybody is basically saying the same thing. Uh, we all have taken different walks in life. This project has brought us all together. However, everyone has just taken that opportunity. They didn't wait on anybody. So if you're scared, who knows? Perhaps you were indeed created for such a time as this. Um, so I want to thank Heather, Tess, 
Kern, um, and just all the ladies from Trailblazers to Lee for creating such an amazing project. Uh, we all look forward to seeing what the project does in the lives of others. Um, I think now more than ever, the book is for such a time as this. Um, hopefully it will help to drive out fear. It will help to empower others and it will help to create more uh, positive narratives for other women who are maybe seeking what their next may be. And especially as people are furloughed or their jobs no longer uh, exist and they're being forced to create, hopefully they will find some positive narratives that they can actually pull from the book and actually lean on during times like this. Um, so thank you all for being on here. I just so appreciate you all. I feel so much closer to all of you. Um, if you uh, follow the Stiletto Talks podcast, make sure that you share with a friend. We're, of course, on uh, podbean.com under the Stiletto Talks podcast. You can also find us on Google Play and iTunes under the Stiletto Talks podcast. Um, we now have a website for StilettoTalks.com. Uh, um, you're certainly able to uh, follow us and see what's next and where we have uh, different events popping up for all of the ladies across the country. Um, and then we want you to just stay safe out here. Um, continue to follow, continue to learn, continue to be uplifted. Um, and again, we hope that you all have a great rest of your day.